Welcome to Blogs on Tape. Today's post is Minimalism, Elegance, and Multipurpose Mechanics. Written by Eric Diaz and originally published on his blog Methods and Madness at methodsetmadness.blogspot.com. Minimalism, Elegance, and Multipurpose Mechanics. I once tried to write minimalist RPGs. After a long period of infatuation with detailed, realistic games, I got a bit bored and thought I could enjoy something faster, simpler, and easier. Maybe my own version of Rhesus, or Searchers of the Unknown, or Lady Blackbird. At that time, I was very interested in going back to D&D, but I couldn't stand a few features that have been present in most editions of the game. Endless charts, complex XP rules, and long lists of various things such as spells and equipment. So, I naturally gravitated toward things like Sotyu, Microlight 20, and so on. The problem was that every time I read those games or wrote my own, I couldn't stop adding stuff to them. You see, there are many bits in my favorite RPGs that I find unnecessary and dull, but there are a lot of small things that I like and, sincerely, have a hard time leaving out of my game. It took me a while to realize I wasn't looking for minimalism at all. Wikipedia has a useful definition that says minimalism describes movements in various forms of art and design where the work is set out to expose the essence, essentials, or identity of the subject through eliminating all non-essential forms, features, or concepts. The thing is, I rather like many features that one could find non-essential such as the interaction between weapons and armor, encumbrance, skills, and so on. But I still dislike the rules bloat that sometimes comes with it. What I want is to have a system with all this stuff and some simple rules to go with it. What I was looking for is elegance. Elegance is a debated topic, often confounded with minimalism, but to me they aren't the same, although very close to each other. Dictionaries define elegance with words like effectiveness and simplicity. Once again, I found a simple explanation in Wikipedia. In engineering, a solution may be considered elegant if it uses a non-obvious method to produce a solution which is highly effective and simple. An elegant solution may solve multiple problems at once, especially problems not thought to be interrelated. The difference, for me, is this. While a minimalist game eliminates every detail that is not important or essential, an elegant game uses the same solutions for different things, which means that a few rules can be used to cover many situations, whether essential or not. For example, 316 Carnage Amongst the Stars has a minimalist set of traits, fighting ability, FA, and non-fighting ability, NFA, and not much else. This is not elegant per se, although the game is very elegant in other aspects, but it is simple and good enough for that particular game. For elegance, I can hardly think of a better example than Delta's House Rules, that uses the same target 20 mechanic for attacks, saving throws, and thief skills without deviating much from original D&D. It cuts redundancy, not details. Although the concepts are different, Any good minimalist games will have a healthy dose of elegance, or risk becoming uninteresting. Whenever you try to do anything, you must roll 6 on a d6, 
is hardly a game at all. The aforementioned Rhesus and Searchers of the Unknown are good examples of minimalist games that use elegance in order to maintain simplicity while allowing for a good range of distinct situations. Another important point to focus on is interrelated problems. Using a single mechanic for different things isn't necessarily elegant if those things have little to do with each other. For example, creating social hit points, social attacks, and social armor in order to use the same system for combat and interaction in D&D sounds clunky, not clever. Likewise, unified mechanics might be simpler, but not necessarily elegant. The opposite of elegance, in my opinion, is useless distinction. This is the reason I could never understand versions of D&D where the fighter gets an attack bonus that rises from, say, plus 1 to plus 17 during 20 levels, instead of simply getting plus 1 per level. Or why use two different ways to adjudicate thief's skills, say, 50% chance of finding traps and 3 and 6 chance to hear sounds. Of course, I could find worse examples, but those are the ones I think most people will be familiar with. Adding such details for no reason makes the game more complex, but no more effective, which, by definition, makes it less elegant. When writing my own stuff, I often try to think of multi-purpose mechanics, ideas that can be used to expand the game without making it more complicated. Take abilities in OD&D, for example. Most of them have few purposes for most characters, and they work fine that way. But if one is creating new stuff for D&D, they could use the existing abilities for new purposes. Roll 3d6 under ability to achieve something is a popular one, instead of coming up with new abilities or new mechanics. In order to make the games I like simpler, I no longer try and cut all that is not essential. Instead, I try to find the most useful tools I can and use them for as many situations as possible. That is the philosophy I'll do my best to follow when talking about weapons, abilities, modifiers, and similar topics in the coming posts. That was Minimalism, Elegance, and Multipurpose Mechanics, read by Nick L. S. Whalen. Blogs on Tape is a project that works with authors to create audio recordings of the best works in the OSR, hopefully making them more accessible to everyone. If you know of a post that you think would make a good audio recording, please point me towards it. I can be reached at ls at paperspencils.com. Thank you for listening.